0: I've worked for years in location management as part of Georgia's film and television industry. I help filmmakers find the perfect spots to shoot. On this podcast, we meet the people whose names you see when the credits roll. Sit back and relax for The Credits, a podcast from Georgia Public Broadcasting. Last week, you heard from Balaji Bailey and his son, Irie. The two are grips in Atlanta, which means they take care of the equipment that operates cameras. They're also African-American and have seen Georgia's film and television industry diverse racially. You often hear of grips grouped with electricians when movie craftspeople are discussed. Nathaniel Kendrick is an electrician who often works as a gaffer. That's the head of the electrical department. They're the ones that bring lighting to movie sets. Nathaniel says it's important to remember the unsung heroes who paved the way for other cast and crew members of color. We talked about that and some of the early African-American electricians he's worked with in Georgia. But Nathaniel first told me about what an electrician's life on set involves.
1: In our industry, um, to do what we do is different from, say, like a commercial electrician. I see. Or residential electrician. Electricity has the same basic, you know, hot, neutral ground, that type of stuff. But we deal in different um, gauges of cable. We deal in tons. You have to know all the different lights, Mm. the different types of lights. Um, And there's not really a school that teaches that.
0: What do you, Nat, look for in your coworkers in your department so let's say you're that you're, you're gaffing mm-hmm. and you're trying to hire a crew. Right. Obviously, the physicality is an important part. But what are some of the personality traits? What are some of the things you're looking for?
1: Well, this job to me is 30% what you know. It's another 30% who you know. And lastly, the last 40% is how you mesh with the other guys because you're going to spend more time with the people you work with than anybody else. We're usually together. yeah, (laughs) Including your family. Listen. You figure we work 12 hours a day at least. Then you put in lunch to travel back and forth. So maybe 15 to 16 hours out your day is going to be around your job. And you're going to spend time with the people at your job at least 12 and a half, 13 hours a day, as you know. Yeah. Um, So it helps to have guys that can get along. You know, uh, you don't want a knucklehead. You None know what I'm saying? No, I know. Uh, you don't want guys that, you know, you have, I call them set stars. They want to be the guy that's, I'm the best electrician here. You know, that type uh, of stuff. Right, right. Um, you don't want to have guys that disappear. Mm. You know, you want guys that are present, that are there, that kind of get along and know how to work together. Knowing how to work with other people is it's a huge thing. A lot of people don't know how to do it. Uh,
0: Some of your favorite projects that you've worked on, Matt. Oh,
1: Soul Men was probably, with uh, Bernie Mac's last movie, with uh, Samuel L, was probably the most fun I've had in 30 years.
0: Was it just because they were on the set, or was it the whole crew? The
1: whole, the whole everything. Uh, The director, Malcolm Lee, was outstanding. Um, Sometimes you get that whole mix of everyone, Mm -hmm. that... It was just a great job. Selma was a great job that we did here. Jeez, uh, I hate to sound. Uh, Forces in Nature was a great job. <laughs> Sweet Home Alabama was a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The Fighting Temptations was a great job. Remember the Titans was a great job. You know, there's, yeah. there's, that's probably the top ones that I've been on.
0: Do you have? a favorite memory specifically like you said, you know what? I will always carry that with me or I'll always remember that moment.
1: I do because um, I worked with a, a a guy from my very first job um, and his name was Jeff Becker. Uh, He became my best friend um, and you may know all the equipment, but to know how to do the things you need to do with the equipment on set, I learned all that from him. Yeah. Uh, he trained me as far as working on a set. Uh, and, you know, I had some rough times in this business when I couldn't really find a job. Yeah, He always, he always got me a job. He always looked out for me. Uh, and I miss him a lot.
0: You so know? That's a blessing right there. Right? It was a
1: blessing. Yeah. It was a blessing. And I just found a picture of him. And, and it's one other person, a guy named Carl Johnson. Yes, sir. Um, Carl's brother was the one that gave me my first job in New York.
0: Really? So I've
1: known the Johnson family for the 30 years that I've been here.
0: I didn't realize that was yeah. his brother. His
1: brother, his name is Hardwick Johnson, yeah. and he runs Aeroflex up in New York. And he gave me my first job. When I moved to Georgia, Carl made phone calls for me and got me my job at PC&E. So between Jeff Becker and Carl Johnson, uh, two of my best friends. And uh, those are the kind of memories that I have, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, Carl's son, uh, I helped Carl train his son, and his son is working with me now, and he's a top flight A one electrician. Yeah. But uh yeah, I miss those two guys a lot. But yeah, Carl and Jeff Becker, you know, those are the two people that and I have other friends, you know, uh like Benny Gaskin and Balaji. Yeah, yeah but Mr. Well all of Balaji. us all of us have thirty years in this business, you know. Uh,
0: That's a long time.
1: Yeah. Kevin Ham. Yep. You know, uh, we all started out together when there wasn't many African Americans doing this at all. <laughs> you know, it really wasn't. So, we had a bond. We used to have a an organization called the Black Film Technician Society that was started way back like about 28 years ago. Uh-huh. Al Cooper was in it. Mm-hmm. Bill Butler was in it. Bill Bennett was in it. Uh, Patrice Coleman was in it. Uh, and that was something we tried to keep all the African-Americans that were in the film business, keep a together network and help each other get work because back then work was pretty scarce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, To
0: be honest, with someone like me, I can't imagine that because I yeah. work constantly. I have yeah. been working constantly since I started in 2005. So yeah. I, let's talk about those times because... I, I would hear the stories not just from Carl, but I would hear from Al Cooper, A.B. Cooper, mm-hmm. who I call yeah. him, because he did locations, and that's who i learned yeah. heard locations from. I know. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he was just like, you know, you are, you're very lucky. You're Your very generation fortunate. is very, very fortunate. Yeah. And I never forgot that. So mm-hmm. what was that like? I mean, wanting to be in an industry that just wasn't at the time as diverse as it's starting to become,
1: right? Well, and back, do you
0: see it changing?
1: Back then, um, I mean, I hate to sound like a cliche, but you had to be so good at what you did. That was the first thing, mm-hmm. um, and you just had to fight for the jobs. You know, I was very fortunate because when I left the rental house, um, the first person that I worked for had a, a huge reputation in the southeast as being, like, one of the best people at what he did in this part of the country. So working for him put you in demand for everybody else. I
0: see. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and that helped me. But we would network. We would stay in touch with each other because there wasn't a lot of work. But it wasn't as bad as, you know, there's been times before we got this incentive that there was work here in Georgia. You know, there would always, we used to have things called movies of the week that they don't have anymore. No, they don't. Um, we had TV series. You know, we had Heat of the Night. We had I'll Fly Away. Um, and then we had feature films. And back then, a feature film was like three, four months. So you could do two feature films a year, and you'd make a decent living. Right. Uh, but we tried to promote uh, getting other younger African-Americans into the film business, trying to make sure, because we started doing a lot of music videos, and that was like a training ground. Mm-hmm. But always letting them know. Look, this is a music video. It's not like working on a show, but you can learn the basics here. Because, as you know, a movie That's is very structured. Yeah, yeah, a movie is very structured. Uh-huh. You know, a music video is not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you though, it could. For me, that was the best training ground. You're so right because right. it taught you how to be prepared for anything. Exactly. And, and that and, way, you were more marketable. I think.
1: Yeah, and not having the budgets you know, that really you needed you learned how to make things work. Mm-hmm. So when you did get someplace and you had that budget, it was it was amazing the things you could do. Yeah. And people would look at you and say, Where'd you learn how to do that? Like ah, ha, ha.
0: On that T I video. That's right. <laughs> um, have you ever thought of doing anything else in the industry?
1: I have. I mean at one time I shot film, you know. Oh, okay. Um I lo- First, I love this business. Of course. You know, I mean, you know, you got to love it to be in it.
0: That's, that's the only way. <laughs> that's the only way, right? Because
1: woo. yeah, getting up at three, four in the morning is not easy. No sir. Uh, I I still love the because it is an art form. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was an artist before I started doing this. You know, I paint, I sketch, that type of stuff. Uh, so I still love this business. Um, I could see myself staying in this business, but I, I want to branch out into uh, owning more. I see. And and trying to set up people behind me so they'll have more opportunities, you know. And that's a, and that's basically what I'm trying to do now.
0: That's a noble thing. It's a great thing.
1: Well, it's, it's a thing that it should be done, you know. Each one, reach back and teach one, mm. you know. So... There was nobody there to do this type of stuff for, like, me and Carl and Benny and Balaji and all that. So if I get the opportunity, that's what I want to be able to do and say, here, take this, make money. Of course, I'll still get money, but they get the opportunity to expand and grow, too, Mm -hmm. which, uh, as you well know, opportunities for us are harder to come by. So it, it, that's, what I, that's what my real focus is for the next few years.
0: That was Nathaniel Kendrick. He's a gaffer, and electrician, on film sets. And that's it for us today. Our show is produced by Sean Powers and edited by Don Smith. The theme music is by MBB. I'm Kalina Bowler. You can reach us and subscribe to our podcast for free at gpb.org forward slash podcasts. If you have a moment, review and rate us on iTunes. We would also like to hear from you. Do you work in the film industry? Tell us what you do. You can reach us at the credits at gpb.org. Until next time, see you after the movies.